You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Manage Mental Podcast, a weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up-and-comers, the brand newbies, the beginners, and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. This podcast is propelled by your input and feedback, so please rate and review and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. We would like to give a big thanks to Three Years Band for our newest five-star rating and positive review on Apple Podcasts. I am your host, Mr. Blasco, and as always, I am joined by my good friend, the co-host from the other coast, Mr. Mike Mowry. What's going on, my man? How's uh, life back in, in California treating you? I'm, I settled right back in. Uh, I went and ha- I went to a book signing with Jackson Galaxy, the uh, my cat from hell guy on uh, Animal Planet. <laughs> so as you can tell, life resumes as normal. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I uh, caught the final of the World Cup just earlier today. We're recording this one on Sunday. It should come out tomorrow. So uh, that that entire month long event is now behind me, and I can resume uh, business as usual. And Croatia or France came out ahead on that. I wasn't watching. Uh, no spoilers, but I'm sure by this time everyone will have, you know, anybody interested would have watched or, or found out the results. So uh, if you if you don't want to know, close your ears for one second. But it was it was France who prevailed in the end. Got it. In the last episode, we chatted about cover songs. That was a really great episode. So check it out if you haven't already. Today's episode is sponsored by our buddies at rockabilia.com. Go check them out for the awesomest collection of officially licensed band merch on the planet. Use our code PCJabberJaw and get 15% off your entire order. Yeah, those guys have been great to the network and great to our show, so please head over to the site and check out their 500,000 plus, which I guess is really just about half a million unique items uh, across all genres, uh, not just music, but they've got movies and all kinds of stuff. So head over to rockabilia.com, tell them Blasco and Mike sent you, use that code PCJabberJaw for 15% off. This week we talk about part timing your music career this is going to be killer so let's get mental oh yeah so mike um one of our loyal listeners wrote in uh and he brought up something that i've actually don't know that i've ever seriously considered or seriously thought about so and then since he brought it up and we are living in a a new world of music business uh, I thought it might be something to dig into that other people might be thinking about, which is a part-time music business career. Um, so he writes, hi, I just found ab- out about your show and have been binge listening to it. Really great stuff. I'm 20 and I've been trying to get a band off the ground since high school. 
This is finally the year that I'm going to make it happen because I finally found some dedicated people and we're hoping to have an EP out and start to play shows by the end of the year. So I'll jump in here and say um, this is starting off pretty positive. 20 years old is a good time to have found a group of like-minded individuals to put some music together and and start booking shows and getting out there and and uh, and doing it. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of times the struggle is finding a group of people that are equally as motivated and equally as driven. I know me growing up, I was the only guy, man. Like I was the only dude that was like, okay, cool. Let's rehearse. Let's do this. It'll be in my garage. You know, like I was the guy. And then, you know, here I am right now. And all those people that I jam with whenever I was like coming up and, you know, in school and whatnot, like they're all, none of them do it anymore. And so you kind of wonder like, why even bother like learning an instrument? totally why even bother like going through the exercise of learning an instrument and then getting in a room with a bunch of people and jamming like if if you it, it's like you're not even motivated to do it i was always a head scratcher to me yeah and i mean there's nothing wrong like you said i mean he's only 20 years old and and you know i think people do get a little frustrated sometimes that things haven't come as quickly as maybe they had expected or maybe they had hoped but yeah i mean it sounds very positive and and i like that he just says finally this is the year that he's going to make it happen you know that's a very positive like reinforced statement and and i would suggest to him you know to really keep that in his in his line of sight each and every day um you know, in, until he does get that EP out and, and is able to play shows by year's end. So I, I'm liking totally. it as well. Yeah. So he continues. However, I'm also a college student pursuing a promising career in computer science. Apart from something like making DAW plugins for a living and or working remote, it's unlikely that these two worlds will play nice with each other. So I'm like, like, I look, I get it, right? I mean, like you're 20 years old for whatever reason you have these two worlds. I, I, I'm passionate about music, but I went, I went to college. I'm learning a, a trade. I'm learning a skill and that skill is going to generate me a, a living, right? And so how do I... What's my, how do I define the line between the two here? Like, you know, what, what, what do I do? I think that that is a fair conundrum that people face. Yeah. And it sounds like he's already kind of, you know, looking ahead to say, okay, there would be a few options because, you know, in, in the modern day and age, there's a lot of people who, you know, still are able to tour and hold down a job because they are, as he's saying, working remotely. And so it sounds like, you know, he's already starting to weigh, that there could be some possibilities with his degree that would set him up where he could be a full-time musician or at least, you know, be on the road, uh, which many people, you know, think of uh, when you think of a full-time musician, but, but he's sort of saying, eh, I don't really know if that's what I want to be doing. So what are my options here? And for the record, I am a person that runs a full-time business with employees and towards the world <laughs> at the same time. Fair point. So it can be done. 
You, you know what I mean? Like you, you can, if you can find uh, a mobile career that is flexible in this day and age of smartphones and Wi-Fi, it can be done. Um, uh, he continues, I think more and more people are interested in the idea of a part-time music career with revenue drying up in the industry and Misha of Periphery coming out and saying that it's basically a break-even gig, etc. I think there can be advantages. Even when you're making six figures as a software developer, you have a lot more money to invest in your band, for example. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, look, it, 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 I like that he's thinking about investing his own money into his band, right? Like, I really like the approach that he's taking here, which is not is having a full-time job going to be a limitation for me, but is there a way that I can use this full-time job, which it sounds like he really wants to do, um, you know, to be able to fuel him, you know, having a part-time music career. So, you know, I think you and I would both agree that things have changed a ton. Things will continue to change. And, you know, as he's still going through school, uh, by the time he gets out, things might have, you know, things may have changed even more. So what I like is kind of keeping options on the table, because I think you and I would both agree in our careers. It's not as if we planned every little step to get to where we are. Certain times we were presented with, you know, choices, and we had to make one based on the information that we had at that time. So but but I like it. I mean, again, he, he sounds like he's got a really positive look on is there a potential way to use this as an advantage? Okay, here's a flip side. Look at this. Can rock and roll be and so analytical? Meaning that can can you look at it like that? Like like oh, okay, I've got I've got a six figure a year job. But, you know, I like the idea of a part-time music career, right? Like I, like, I don't know that you can say that out loud and then it become a reality. Like to me, what – from my observation, what made my career and others around me that are successful is that there was no safety net. There was no fallback plan. There – you know, like there, it was – it was dead jail or rock and roll. I mean, in in a, in a lot of ways, like it would like it was going to happen because there was no other option. I wonder if you're making six figures, that how how is it that you're hungry or hungrier than the people that don't have that as an option, right? How is it that you can do that? I mean, how is it that you can have a, a part time music career? I'm not saying it's not possible, but how is it that you have a part-time music career that is on a successful level and then have a successful career on the side? Uh, I, I, I don't, no, I don't know I mean, that those I, two worlds intersect. Well, I like your point. And you know, it's a recurring theme throughout the podcast that you absolutely were the guy who was, you know, this is going to happen at any cost. Um, you know, like you, I like the way you said it, dead jail or rock and roll. And I do think there's some value in that. You know, I've, I've mentioned that there's certain clients that I've worked with who have, I think that same, uh, 
you know, vision. And so what you're sort of saying is, well, you know, if, if, if it's not all or nothing mentality, the chance is it's really going to end up being nothing. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that there's absolutely weight to what you're saying. I'm sure there are people who have had a little bit of a fallback plan and were able to pursue music, you know, part time. And when the tipping point came where, you know, they had a little bit of, yeah, data, you know, you're saying so analytical, but it, it came to a point where they were like, okay, you know, maybe I can't make six figures a year, but I'm not going to go out and be completely broke, you know, after one tour, um, you know, because I've been doing it part time for a number of years, we've built up a following and then I can take the plunge into making it full time. I think there's probably a fine line there. Um, you know, I, so yeah, I mean, it, it, but I don't disagree with you in the sense that, you know, having that just whatever it takes mentality surely gives you, um, you know, a very clear goal and you're going to work towards it at all costs. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> in my opinion, it's if you're looking at part timing, because I mean, look, the reality is, is my music career is is part timed. So I'll I'll give him some, you know, a lot of a lot of credit on that. Now, keep in mind, though, that that I'm a hired gun. So by default, my music career as as a band member would be part time because that's my that's it's a job. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a hired gun. I have nothing to do with anything other than just showing up and playing the songs that I've been told are in the set tonight, you know? Right. So by default, my position is part-time. Um, and, but you know, it's like, but if you're looking to start your own band, like I'd almost kind of look at it from an opposite perspective of like, look, you have to understand that your competition in, in the music field, in the music business as a band is highly competitive with people that are out there that just don't give a fuck about losing because they have nothing to lose. That's a tough person to compete with. You know what I mean? Like, so I'd almost look like flip the script a little bit of like, man, it, it, it like you can maybe part-time your gig and think of it more as like, I have a six figure side hustle, but my focus is on my music because that's what really important. And that's what needs all my efforts. However, I do need to still eat and I do need to still pay the bills. If you're coming from that perspective of like, I still got to pay for stuff, right? I, st I still have responsibilities in life that require financial investments. And maybe one of those investments is my band. And that could potentially work to your advantage because think of this, Mike, I mean, how many people that like maybe their careers could have happened if they would have had a little bit of money to sink into it that could have helped put them in a more visible position, right? Sometimes, especially in this day and age with Facebook, the way it is, you can't even get the people that are your fans to see your shit without putting some money behind a post. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think you've always got to have resources to put into your band, whether it's, you know, through social media advertising or just, you know, having the right equipment to buying a a vehicle that's going to work, you know, as things go on and on and on. But I think you make a good point with the side hustle. You know, so many musicians who, yeah, I mean, it is a reality, like you're saying, um, you know, or like he's saying that, you know, being in a band in and of itself has become harder and harder to make things stay afloat financially. And so what you see is many people diversifying within sort of that same sphere of music being their expertise. So you'll take the guitar player who, you know, goes ahead and if he's, you know, skilled enough, gets his own custom guitar or, you know, pedals or, you know, whatever it may be. And so I think that the challenge here, maybe that, that, he's going to face is, okay, how does computer science, you know, that he's spending presumably a minimum of 40 hours a week on, how does that overlap with being able to further his music career? Because we've seen so many people, not unlike yourself, I mean, you know, by being a hired gun in one of the biggest rock bands of all time, it actually helps your management career, maybe not directly every single day, but inadvertently you're out traveling. You know, part of what we do as good managers is we, you know, network, we talk to people, we grow our relationships, all of that. And so while you're out there, you know, doing your quote unquote, you know, uh, work, you know, that isn't your full-time career, essentially, you're, you're still being able to, to, you know, to put things into place that help you inevitably with, you know, your career as a manager. Yeah. So he concludes, am I completely off base for thinking that it's possible to pull something like this off? Thanks for taking the time to help me out, Robbie. So uh, our loyal listener, Robbie, what, what my kind of fi- final sentiment with this is, is like, you aren't off base for thinking like anything is possible. I mean, there is no there is no right or wrong. I mean, I have seen plenty of things where I was like, there is no way that is going to work. And it works. I mean, so it's like, you never know. I mean, but the only thing that I can say is, is like, understand that you, it's not up to you to make the decision if you're going to have a part-time career as a musician. It's sort of up to the universe if that's actually going to work out for you. I mean, you got to put your efforts behind your music. If you're passionate about making music, you got to put all you got into it and then see where that ends up for you. Um, But I don't think you can predictively go into a situation where you go like, well, I'm going to work 40 hours a week on my day job and then I'm going to throw a little bit extra over into this other thing and and you know, hopefully that'll work out. I don't. I don't know that you can plan out a part-time music career. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a balance, and I think you know you say it best, which is anything is possible. And as things continue to change, I mean, who knows? I'd actually love to hear from you know our listeners if there's anyone out there who you know is doing it successfully or or knows of other people who are doing this successfully. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking of so many band members who you know have clothing lines, their booking agents on the side, their PR people, their managers themselves, their producers. And again, that kind of goes back to these, you know, extraneous activities 
keeping them occupied and hopefully making money when they aren't on tour, you know, it's, it's stemming from the same kind of core position, which is their, their place in the music business. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, Mike, from my perspective, um, you know, I manage, I manage basically two guys and those two guys, the bulk of what I've been spending time on is building their ancillary businesses, building their brands laterally, because it's it's not enough to, we're not living in a world where you can make a record and go on tour and then come home and chill with the wife and kids and dog. Like It's just, we're not living in that type of world anymore. Um, there's more opportunity and you have to you have to look into those opportunities. And like you just said, I mean, how many musicians do we know that have side hustles and side businesses, whether it's a clothing company or, you know, a guitar line or, or, you know, a podcast, whatever it is, there's so much energy with these guys now that they have to put it in other places. And a lot of times that those are places that can make ancillary income. So, which is positive, but I've shifted the focus of my management business as more of like um, a project management business to where these guys come to me and they're like, oh, I want to create my own airline. And I was like, I'm not in a position to say no, right? (laughs) I got to go like, (laughs) I got to figure out how to create an airline, you know, and, and, uh, or whatever. If you got a good idea, it's like, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to chase it up. But, you know, but that's, that as as musicians and as managers, like on the business side, these are the kind of things that we're faced with, you know, is that an ancillary business and side hustles are a real part of this business. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And um and you, you know, it's just yeah. it's just part of how we're doing. Well, totally, but I you know, I think the difference here is, you know, and if you take your two clients, it's you know, presumably they built themselves into you know, a quote unquote brand or they built their band to, you know, a level where their name allows them to diversify and start some of these brands because of the credibility um, and, you know, what dare I say fame that comes with the what they've accomplished in music. And so, you know, it's not to say that that you shouldn't be thinking about diversification even at this early stage, you know, if we're talking directly to Robbie um, or any of our other listeners, but it is a little bit of a different approach because, you know, what he's saying is, Oh, I'm going to start out diversified (laughs) as a computer scientist and try to make it in music, which, you know, inevitably, like we've said, it, it, it's not impossible, but you know, it's, it's, definitely different and probably a little bit less likely. Yeah. And, and you you look from my perspective, it's like though that's the situation to where you, and, and not even regrettably, but you, you'll end up as like a weekend warrior. Like you've got some, you've got some bros and you do some cover songs at the local bar, you know, occasionally, and then you go about your way during the week to make your living. And then you hook up and you have some fun which is a great outlet, and that's totally awesome. Um, and uh, but I, I but I think in this particular situation, from my observation and my experience, that without having the ability to sink in a real committed amount of time, it's unlikely that you're going to have a semi-successful music career 
while still trying to plug 40 plus hours a week into a job that pays your bills. Like it's, 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 it seems unlikely that that's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I guess, you know, without continuing to just beat this point to death, it's, you know, Robbie, look, we're (laughs) hopefully we continue this podcast for a very long time. And hopefully, you know, as you graduate and, you know, your computer science career uh, becomes something of a reality and you're trying to be a part time musician, you know, hopefully we can we can find out, you know, you can be a case study for us to to either, you know, prove us wrong. or, you know, uh, confirm that small bit of, of hope that both Blasco and I do think is possible for you to be able to do this. Yeah. I mean, look, I think this is a good question for our listeners. But what do you guys think? You know, is, is, is a part-time music career going into it with that kind of, with, with that mentality? Like, is, is this a real thing? Is this the future? You know, maybe, maybe this is the future. Maybe, you know, um, maybe there is a way. Uh, for it to be, ha- but I'm curious what people think, and I'm curious people's uh, you know input on this. So you know, tweet us or write us or whatever. But that concludes episode 77. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back here next week. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blasco1313. We encourage you to email us any questions or comments you may have for the podcast to me directly at askblasco at gmail.com. If you have listened this far. Much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own hands. Mike, what you got cooking? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike O'Loop. And if you are interested in taking your music career uh, as a musician or professionally a bit further, you can check out my coaching platform, OuterLoopCoaching.com. Uh, once again, we'd like to remind you to check out all of the shows on the Jabberjaw Media Podcast Network at jabberjawmedia.com. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And last but not least, do check out our friends rockabilia.com. And while you're there, plug in that code PCJabberjaw for 15% off of your entire order. And don't hesitate to tell them that Blasco and Mike sent you. They support us as an independent podcast network and this as an independent show. And so we are very grateful to them. Um, So please do support them if you are looking for merch. And that's really all I got, my man. Thanks, everyone. Peace. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.